0: You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and it's time to pay your debts with Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. For three weeks, this family believed you were dead. We owe that man your life. There wasn't enough for him to carry me across those mountains. Oh, he's hiding in a hole somewhere. Or I should be in that hole. Everything alright, John? No, everything's not alright. There is a hook in me. Ahmed and his family are in trouble. We can't intervene. I am going to have to get him out myself. If you can give me the location, if I can get him out of the country, it's too dangerous. You'll become very popular with the Taliban. I miss you. Love you, daddy. Love you, daddy. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant follows U.S. Army Sergeant John Kinley and Afghan interpreter Ahmed. After an ambush, Ahmed goes to Herculean lengths to save Kinley's life. When Kinley learns that Ahmed and his family were not given safe passage to America as promised, he must repay his debt by returning to the war zone to retrieve them before the Taliban hunts them down first. Written by the team of Guy Ritchie, Ivan Atkinson, and Marn Davies, and directed by Guy Ritchie, The Covenant stars Jake Gyllenhaal as Master Sergeant John Kinley, Dar Salim as Ahmed, Sean Sager as Charlie Jiz. Crow, Jason Wong as Joshua J.J. Jung, Reese Yates as Tom Tom, Tomcat Hancock, Christian Ochoa Lavernia as Eduardo Chow Chow Lopez, and features Bobby Schofield, Emily Beecham, Johnny Lee Miller, and Alexander Ludwig. Ah, it seems like just a month ago when I was reviewing a different Guy Ritchie movie, because I did. But this is a drastic step away from his dry British humor action movies, and as you heard, hard into the harsh realities of war. Acting wise, this movie is incredibly done. Jake Gyllenhaal once again steps in into the boots of a hardened soldier, and does it really well. Dar Salim's Ahmed is an incredibly serious and endearing character, while the bit players, including hacker's Johnny Lee Miller, all fit into their roles perfectly. Story-wise, this is a borderline true story, while also being entirely fiction. To me, that makes this story incredibly sad, and only made even more depressing with the postscript following the story. Not to go into it too much, because I want you to watch this movie, but the interpreters that assisted the military following the departure from Afghanistan have been targeted on mass. It's also made even more sad by including photos of said interpreters with their military escorts. But the meat of this story is people staying true to their debts and ensuring by all means that they are paid, all intertwined within the horrors of war. Now, Overall, The Covenant is an incredible story played out with incredible acting. Everyone appears as a believable version of their character, and the tension and drama plays out perfectly. Being an emotional watch and almost two stories in one, the 123 minute runtime can feel a bit long at times, but the payoff of this movie is absolutely worth it. I would recommend that you watch this movie when you know you're going to be able to really sit down and focus due to the fact that there's quite a bit of subtitling due to the interpreter aspect of the film. I give The Covenant an A. It feels like summer, so you best get that mop dialed in with a fresh cut. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. CANNONBALL! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a trailer for a movie that made me far too excited. Meg 2 The Trench. Jonas. We need your help. We're detecting increased aquatic activity 25,000 feet deep in the trench. It's an ancient ecosystem untouched by man. Whatever is down there is trying to make its way to the surface. This is a bad idea. Just a little bit. That's the biggest meg I've ever seen. Biggest meg anyone's ever seen. I just hope it goes better than last time. What happened last time? You don't want to know. Jonas Taylor leads a research team on an exploratory dive into the deepest depths of the ocean. Their voyage spirals into chaos when a malevolent mining operation threatens their mission and forces them into a high stakes battle for survival. Pitted against colossal prehistoric sharks and relentless environmental plunderers, they must outrun, outsmart, and outswim their merciless predators. Jason Statham is back in the lead role as rescue diver Jonas Taylor and is joined in the cast of the sequel by returning co stars Cliff Curtis, Shuya Sophia Kai, and Paige Kennedy, as well as being joined joined by Sienna Gilroy, Skylar Samuels, Sergio Paris Manchetta, and Wu Jing. Meg to the Trench hits theaters on August 4th of 2023. Let's get into some casting news, and let's start it off with Idris Elba. According to Deadline, Idris Elba is set to pull triple duty on a film called Infernus. In addition to starring in the action thriller, Elba will also be producing and directing the project. Elba will star in Inferno as Donovan Kamara, a UN human rights activist sent to investigate reports of refugees being illegal. Legally detained inside a U.S. black site prison, a seemingly simple task turns deadly when the world's most dangerous inmates break free. Kamara must work to safely extricate the refugees, all while going head to head with a brilliant criminal mastermind. Production is expected to start in London on October 9th. In other casting news, it was confirmed this past week that Beetlejuice 2 is officially going into production with Michael Keaton reprising his role. I'm from the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about a 100- hundred. 67 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it, alongside Winona Ryder and Catherine O'Hara. New additions will include Jenna Ortega as Lydia's daughter, Monica Bellucci as Beetlejuice's wife, and Justin Thoreau in an unspecified role. The Hollywood Reporter has also broken the news that Willem Dafoe has joined the cast and will be playing a law enforcement officer in the afterlife. Beetlejuice 2 will spook up the theaters on September 6th of 2024. The Hollywood Reporter is stating that Pedro Pascal has officially signed on to start. in Weapons, the new movie coming from Barbarian director Zack Kreger. Kreger will write and direct Weapons, which has been described as an interrelated, multi-story horror epic. Production is expected to start this fall. The cast was announced for Ron Howard's next film, titled Origin of Species, which will star Anna de Armas, Jude Law, Alicia Vikander and Daniel Bruhl. According to Deadline, Origin of Species is described as a survival thriller that is a darkly comic tale of murder and survival set around a group of eclectic characters who abandon civilizations for the galactic. They are all searching for the answer to that ever-pressing question that plagues us all, what is the meaning of life? Deadline is reporting that Tom Hiddleston and Mark Hamill are set to star in The Life of Chuck, an adaptation of the short story by Stephen King. Mike Flanagan, the director of Doctor Sleep, is set to direct The Life of Chuck. Based on the short story from King's 2020 anthology If It Bleeds, The Life of Chuck is three separate stories linked to tell the biography of Charles Krantz in reverse, beginning with his death from a brain tumor at 39 and ending with his childhood in a supposedly Haunted House. Tom Hiddleston will be playing Chuck, with Mark Hamill playing Albie. It was also announced this weekend that a sequel to Lord of War is in process, with Nicolas Cage reprising his role, and Bill Skarsgård joining the team. Cage will be reprising his role from the 2005 original film as arms dealer Yuri Orlov, and the plot this time includes a father-son twist, with Skarsgård playing Orlov's son Anton. In the sequel, Anton tries to top his father's wrongs instead of stopping them, as he launches a mercenary army to fight America's Middle East conflict. Filming is expected to take place in fall of 2023. Variety has confirmed that Scarlett Johansson's starring and producing project Tower of Terror based on the Disney theme park ride is still in process and that director Taika Waititi is on board to direct the film. Josh Cooley, the director of Toy Story 4 and the writer of Inside Out is writing Tower of Terror, but plot details have not been revealed. The drop tower dark ride was initially inspired by the Twilight Zone and gives the visitors of Disney parks the chance to ride on an elevator that was the site of a mysterious disappearance back in the 1930s. Hollywood 1939, amid the glitz and the glitter of a bustling movie town at the height of its golden age, the Hollywood Tower Hotel was a star in its own right, a beacon for the show business elite. Now something is about to happen that will change all that. As the pre-show video directed by Joe Dante plays, a lightning bolt strikes the tower and causes five people, a celebrity couple, a rising child star, her nanny and the hotel bellhop, to vanish from the elevator along with an entire wing of the building. During the ride to the elevator passengers get a peek into the 5th dimension and there are versions of the Tower of Terror at Disney's Hollywood Studios Tokyo Disney Sea, and Walt Disney Studios Park. There used to be one at Disney California Adventure, but that was replaced by a Guardians of the Galaxy skin. In the rumor mill, the Hollywood Reporter is stating that David Corin Sweat, who memorably starred opposite Mia Goth and Pearl, seems to be the frontrunner to play Clark Kent Superman in the upcoming Superman Legacy film from James Gunn. The same article went on to say that the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel star Rachel Brosnahan, also delivered an outstanding reading for Lois Lane, suggesting that she may be the star in question. The article also listed Samara Weaving, Phoebe Dynevor, and Emma Mackey also as frontrunners to play Lois Lane. The article also stated that Nicholas Holt is all but set to play Lex Luthor. Responding to the ever-growing casting rumors of the film, James Gunn took to Twitter to comment about not commenting. Gunn wrote, quote, For all you asking, I would never comment on who is or isn't auditioning for a role. That's the actor's business only and isn't something I'd make public unless they did it first after the fact, like Glenn Howerton or Zachary Levi having auditioned for Star-Lord and being top choices. For now, only one person has been cast in Superman Legacy, and it isn't any of the regular players in the Superman world. Howerton was also previously tied to the role of Reed Richards in Marvel's upcoming Fantastic Four movie, while Levi landed the role of Shazam. James Gunn's Superman Legacy is set to hit theaters on July 11th of 2025. Continuing in the rumor mill, Alita Battle Angel Fran franchise producer John Landau recently teased to Screen Rant that they are working on the Alita sequel and director Robert Rodriguez confirmed that he has been discussing it with Landau and James Cameron. Robert Rodriguez told Total Film, quote, yeah, we've been talking about it, so we would love to make one. We haven't said it for sure yet, but we're definitely hoping to and talking a lot about it. They're slammed with all the Avatar stuff, but they've definitely been engaging in it. Alita Battle Angel focused on Alita, a cyborg who was awakened with no memory and was taken in by Dr. Dyson Ido, played by Christoph Waltz. Who recognized the heart and soul of a young woman with an extraordinary past? Robert Rodriguez told Forbes in twenty twenty that a lead a battle angel sequel could find a home on Disney Plus. And speaking of Disney Plus, Disney CEO Bob Iger announced that they'll be combining Disney Plus and Hulu content into a single app, with the change expected to roll out by the end of the year. Saying, quote, while we continue to offer Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus as standalone options, this is a logical progression of our DTC, offering that we will provide greater opportunities for advertisers, while giving bundle subscribers access to more robust and streamlined content, resulting in greater audience engagement and ultimately leading to a more unified streaming service. The advertising potential of this combined platform is incredibly exciting. While Disney owns the majority stake in Hulu, Comcast still owns a third of the streaming company. And in January 2024, Comcast will be able to use its put option to require Disney to buy the remaining third, or Disney will be able to use its buy option to force Comcast to sell. Disney would need to come up with at least $9 billion to buy Comcast's one-third stake. The Hollywood Reporter has confirmed that a sequel to Freaky Friday starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan is officially in production at the House of the Mouse. The script is expected to be penned by Elise Hollander, who is currently credited for a number of short films. The first film was written by Heather Hatch and Leslie Dixon and directed by Mark Weathers. As of now, Freaky Friday 2 is expected to debut on Disney+. (laughs) Plus. Over at Amazon, it has been confirmed that the upcoming Season 4 of Jack Ryan, starring John Krasinski, will serve as its concluding season. The fourth and final season of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan finds the titular character on his most dangerous mission yet, facing an enemy both foreign and domestic. As the new CIA Acting Deputy Director, Jack Ryan is tasked with unearthing internal corruption and in doing so, uncovers a series of suspicious black ops that could expose the vulnerability of the country. As Jack and the team investigate how deep the corruption runs, he discovers a far worse reality, the convergence of a drug cartel with a terrorist organization, ultimately revealing a conspiracy much closer to home and testing our hero's belief in the system he has always fought to protect. Season 4 of Jack Ryan hits Prime Video on June 30th. Over at Netflix, a trailer was released for an upcoming documentary about Arnold Schwarzenegger simply titled Arnold. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnold Schwarzenegger! Thousands of people screaming... Ah, no. And when you visualize something very clearly, you believe that you 100% can get there. It was very tough on my marriage, on my relationship with the kids. I have caused enough pain for my family. I'm gonna have to live with it the rest of my life. Why did you give up? Well, because my vision didn't talk about giving up. My vision was climbing that mountain. Arnold is a three-part documentary from Netflix detailing the life and times of a living legend. The three-part series will chronicle Arnold Schwarzenegger's journey from the countryside of Austria to the highest echelons of the American dream. In a series of candid interviews, Schwarzenegger, his friends, foes, co-stars, and observers cover everything from his days of pumping iron to his triumphs in Hollywood, his time governing the state of California, and both the joys and turbulence of his family life in a tale that matches his larger-than-life persona. Descriptions of all three episodes have been released, but I'll only give you the titles because it's way too much. Episode one will be titled... Athlete, Episode 2, Actor, and Episode 3, American. Arnold comes to Netflix on June 7th. Netflix also released a list of the upcoming episodes from Season 6 of Black Mirror as well as a brief synopsis for each one. Joan is Awful is the story of an average woman who is stunned to discover a global streaming platform has launched a prestige TV drama adaptation of her life in which she is portrayed by Hollywood A-lister Salma Hayek. In addition to Hayek herself, the episode stars Annie Murphy, Michael Sarah, Rob De Laney, Ben Barnes, and Hamish Patel. Lock Henry is about a young couple who travel to a sleepy Scottish town to work on a genteel nature documentary but find themselves drawn into juicy local story involving shocking events from the past. Lock Henry will star Samuel Blanken, Mahala Harold, Daniel Portman, John Hanna, and Monica Dolan. Beyond the Sea takes place in an alternate 1969 where two men on a perilous high-tech mission wrestle with the consequences of an unimaginable tragedy. That episode will star Aaron Paul, Josh Hartnett, Kate Mara, Auden Thornton and Rory Culkin. In the episode Maisie Day, a troubled starlet is dogged by invasive paparazzi while dealing with the consequences of a hit-and-run incident. It'll star Zazie Beetz, Clara Ruggerd, and Danny Ramirez. Finally, Demon 79 takes place in North England in 1979, where a meek sales assistant is told that he must commit terrible acts to prevent disaster. It stars Anjana Vassan, Papa Asidu, Catherine Rose Morley, and David Shields. And finally, we end on the great news that actor Jamie Foxx has been released from the hospital following his medical complication according to his daughter corinne via instagram quote update from the family sad to see how the media runs wild my dad has been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating in fact he was playing pickleball yesterday thanks for everyone's prayers and support that's it for this episode of talking movies follow me on social media at talking movies pc and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms and as always it has a hook in me one that you cannot see but it is there